evening, and thank you for joining the Voice of Many podcast with your host, Yolanda, and co-host, Vanessa. This afternoon, we have with us Ms. Randy Lee. She is an author, outspoken advocate for mental health, and she's going to share her true story with us, her life story, and she is also um, one that is willing to speak at events for you. Um, and, and just to help educate and be able to enlighten um, those of us who are willing to listen and need to hear and learn more about the importance of mental health. Um, also, more importantly, she is a mom. She is um, a wife. She is a grandmother. And she is also a comp- competitive kickboxer, which we need to hear more about that. Um, so without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Miss Randy Lee. Boom. Thank you for having me. Hi, how you doing? I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, uh, it is a pleasure to have you with us. And um, the topic of depression and mental health. Um, are two topics that we can never get enough of. And education is so important because when we think we know it all, we found out there's something else that we're missing um, to make this successful. And um, and if we knew everything, we wouldn't have this problem. So thank you for sharing the mic with us and being able to provide more. And we're going to let you take it from here and Help us to understand the, the, the terms of depression and mental health and how um, we can improve it with wellness, what we can do to um, help the process a little bit better. All right. Well, that's, that's a huge wide open uh, <laughs> start. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's tackle what is depression first. Um, Because for those that have never dealt with depression, a lot of times people think it's sadness. And that's not what it is at all. Um, I shouldn't say it all. I mean, sometimes you can feel sad. But really, it's this feeling of, for me, I I mean, I'm not a psychologist, so it's all personal experience. Um, But for me, it's this feeling of nothingness, of Mm -hmm. nothing's going to get better. Nobody really would care if I was gone. I just want this pain to stop. I just want my brain to stop telling me I'm this horrible person. Um, and it's, it's despair, uh, I think is the best word. So it's not a sadness. You can be out with your friends or family and laughing and having a good time. And at the same time, moments later, feel that despair take over. And it's just like a, a pit mm-hmm. that you're stuck in. So, um, so that's, that's depression. And I mean, mental health is such a wide scope of things. So we have our, the common ones that people talk about, uh, depression, anxiety, and then we have other ones, um, bipolar, borderline, schizophrenia, all sorts of different things that often get a bad rap. <laughs> and um, so many times I feel like people hear those terms, especially schizophrenia. They, when people hear that one, it's like, oh, that person's crazy. That's not yeah it at all. Their brain is wired differently. That's true. But with the right support and help, 
they're they're perfectly capable of living um I hate using normal, but a normal life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, they just need help. Just like if you were diabetic or you had cancer or something like that, you need help. So that's in a nutshell, <laughs> I think yeah. is some of the problem um, with all of this. Yeah. And, and you made a good point is that we, we treat it as if when you hear the words schizophrenia, um, bipolar, um, pneumatic depression, you think of, you, you get that, uh, you know, stay away sign. Yeah. And, and that's not the case. We still need to be able to, to in, embrace um, people with those situations. And actually, when you think about it, there's no one that has never been depressed and never not been depressed. Um, we have different aspects of depression, like you were saying, and being able to move through that depression is what I would like for you to to help us on now. How do we get to that wellness side of it? How do we start being able to see that little tiny light to where we can make it better? Yeah. So I'm going to say the the very, very first thing you have to do is understand that you have depression and that might sound kind of silly first step, but oftentimes, especially for the younger kids and teenagers and mental health knows no age. All right. So that's, that's very important to know is that little kids can have it. Older adults can have it. It absolutely knows no age. Um, but especially for the younger kids, if, they've just always sort of felt that way. And that's how I started at 14. I it's, it kind of crept up slowly. So I didn't notice this big change in my world, but I did notice that all of a sudden I was feeling depressed, but at the time I didn't know that the word was depressed. I was feeling loneliness. I was feeling despair. My, my brain started having a lot of negative self-talk, um, And it it was getting to the point that I, again, I just didn't want to be here because I wanted the pain to stop. I wanted the endless despair to be over. Mm. Um, But because I didn't have the vocabulary to explain that to anybody, and I didn't have the understanding that that wasn't a normal part of growing up, um, I just thought it was. And so until I was able to understand that this isn't a normal part of growing up and not everybody feels this way. And I don't have to feel this way. I couldn't make any changes. I couldn't even begin Mm. to start to see that tiny light. So that is your first step is recognizing, um, that something might be wrong. And Mm. if you think it's normal, because like I said, if it's just the way it's always been for you, that's your normal. You don't know anything different. Um, even just talk to somebody nowadays. It's funny. Now I'll, I'll say to my husband randomly, I'll be like, um, do you just like wiggle your toes all day long? I'll be like, no, people don't do that. I'm like, really? Cause I do that. And he's like, no, that that's weird. I'm like, huh. And it's just little things like that. Every so often, um, I'm starting to recognize things that I don't see other people doing mm-hmm. and I feel safe with my husband. So I'll ask him, Hey, is this normal for you? Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. Hmm, maybe not everybody does these things. So 
if you have somebody that you are super comfortable with, be like, mm-hmm. hey, does your brain often tell you you're a really horrible, bad person? Because they'll probably say no and say you maybe you need to go talk to somebody, yeah. which leads me to step two. Go talk to somebody. <laughs> um, yeah. Even if it's not a therapist, because they can be quite expensive, um, talk to a trusted friend or family member and, and just start the process of, of trying to understand what is happening in your brain mm. and make sense of it. Mm. And through that, you'll be able to start seeing that little tiny light. Yeah. And two, when you brought up the kids, um, Vanessa, feel free to jump in um, as well parents um i'm gonna add two topics of two things you covered young kids and communication having that listening ear because and also the observant eye because as little kids they go through depression with the bullying at school um the feeling of being unaccepted to where us as parents and grandparents, we have to be willing to have an open mind with our kids and grandkids whenever they start talking. We need to listen and be able to be open. You know, and sometimes you have to just say, well, how did your day go? Tell me about it. Um, Did anything odd happen? What happened at lunch today? How was lunch? You know, how was the playground? You know, we have to sometimes dig with our little kids to get them to open up, but we want to have that comfort zone for them and allow them to be able to talk and express themselves freely when at school they can't do that, but they need that safe place at home. And that's, you got two little ones. (laughs) Um, That's true because if something does happen, Um, they will let you know, especially whenever they are comfortable, they have no problems letting you know, like, this is what happened. Uh, I might have made a mistake. I might have not, but this is how I dealt with it. Or what do I do? I'm scared to talk to a teacher. I don't have a friend to talk to. It helps having that open set of communication because you don't know, like, if they can't talk to a teacher or they don't have a friend, who else are they supposed to go to? And sitting there and dwelling with it with themselves all the time is not necessarily the best or healthiest thing for them to do because they themselves are little and don't understand what they're supposed to do or where they should get help. And it should be at home as the first step with their parents. But sadly, sometimes that's not the case. Miranda, we'll let you tie it all up for us. Go for it. (laughs) All right. Um, So actually, one of the big reasons that I started being so vocal about my own depression was because I can remember it was um, 15 now, so almost seven years ago, I'm going to say, and it was near midnight, all the lights in the house were off except for like one and my kid is still up and he's crying and he is telling me why am I so different? Why? Um do the people at school not like me? Why am I being bullied? Um, I just want to die. And he's telling me all of these things. And as a parent, my heart is breaking. It is shattering. And at the same time, I'm going, 
have I not made this house a place where he was comfortable telling me things before I got to this point? Mm. I definitely didn't intentionally not make it that way, but have I not be been honest or truthful enough about my feelings or my struggles so that he didn't feel the need to hide it until this moment. Um, And so that's when I started saying, you know, I've, I had depression too. I I have depression, right? I've been dealing with it for a long time. And I started talking to him and I started to share with him the proper vocabularies to be able to express himself. So giving the kids the vocabulary because they don't often know the words to say is so important and to let them know us as parents, we struggle too. Mm -hmm. I think, um, there was like in my mom's generation and my grandma's generation, there was this, we're parents, we know everything. We cannot possibly do anything wrong or feel hurt in any way. And that's kind of what we grew up with. Mm -hmm. And now if we continue with that, then kids are going to not know that people struggle. It is a normal part of life to struggle. It might mm-hmm. not be normal to want to kill yourself, but it is normal to struggle yeah. and to ask for help. So I started making sure that he knew that mom struggles. I got bad days. Mm-hmm. These are, this is the way that I, I've learned to deal with it. And you can always come and talk to me. So good. Very, very good points. We let them know that, hey, mom, dad, we're not perfect. We've, we've been there. When we say we've been there, we've really been there. We've been at that point and explain to them and give them, you know, that comfort that they need, that sense of protection, whether it's just holding their hands when you're talking to them or, or just, you know, cuddle, you know, just, I mean, and that's that sense of security, that security blanket, whether it's just, you know, give them a blanket, the hold to while you're talking to them anything we can do to, to help them express what they're feeling. It's very important. We as adults are struggling with it. We can only imagine what the little ones are going through. True. Exactly. Very true. true. So, well, Ms. Randy, we want to thank you so much for being with us and, um, sharing this knowledge with us. And if you don't mind share with our listeners too, how can they get in touch with you and have you speak at one of um, their events as well? And also about your book. Yes. Which <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can see in the background. Yeah. Um, so I am all over social media. Um, my website is rbwriting.ca. Uh, and then I'm on Facebook at rbwriting. My YouTube channel is Write or Die Show. And again, it's all mental health there. So you can come on over and and hear some more mental health tips and and things Um, as well. I'm on Instagram at Randy B writing and TikTok, my new favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) I am there um, at the writer die show. So I'm all over. I love getting emails and messages. And like I said, I love coming out and talking. I'm a bit of a chatterbox. Oh, and yes. so oh, and my book oh yes your book <laughs> and the book um so I, I have quite a few books but the one that uh goes with the topic that we're talking about right now it's called embracing me uh I published it last year and it's 
I feel like it's the best thing I've ever written, but I also think that because I think it's the most inspirational and helpful piece of uh, literature that I've written. So it's all about uh, my struggle with depression, but more importantly, it's showing the, sharing the coping strategies that I have learned along the way and explaining to people that therapy is not a bad thing. Medication is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And there's worksheets at the back of the book to help with each chapter that gives you a, a skill or, or a tip. There's worksheets that go along with all of them. That's great. That's you can get great. that on Amazon. Um, and there's an audible version. You can get on audible Yay. and I, I narrate it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. We will make sure that we have all of her links and things available for all of you listeners and watchers. And also, please don't forget to follow us on our social media outlets. And please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button as we don't want you to miss out on our great guests or our great topics. We want to thank you all for tuning in and we want to thank you all for listening.